Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Technically, there are two and a half people here, if you count me being the half, because I'm working sick here. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Time to BS. Um, plenty of shit to get to. We got myself, Mike. And newcomer, JP's here. Woo-hoo! JP right. has decided to come out of his hidey hole in the Great Pacific Northwest, um, Seahawk Country. Yep. Oh, I dude. Work my board. Dude. Um, you and I are not happy about this Super Bowl matchup at all. No. And neither is Mike. So, what better no, no. way? What better way? To discuss Super Bowl Fifty Four, then get probably the three worst individuals out there for this particular subject. <laughs> yes, because I'm my good buddy of mine for I've known for twenty going on twenty five years. He's a diehard, and I mean diehard Chiefs fan. And he was texting, blowing my phone up. I mean, I'm happy for him. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, it's a great great moment to be in, but. Hard pill to swallow for us Broncos countries. Uh, it's a hard pill to swallow. And, um, and just like for you guys in, with Seattle, or with 49ers going in as Seahawks fans, it's it's just a tough pill to swallow. But, hey, should be a good matchup. Stupid tanked bastards. The worst part is, worst part is, I think the Seahawks would have had a better chance of beating the Niners than the Packers. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Would have been at least a way better game. What I Mike, uh, JP, I... I... I said to Mike before that Seahawks Packers game, Green Bay's a bunch of frauds. I mean, oh yeah, they're they're frauds. I mean, you've seen the film; they don't play a full sixty minute game, and it showed. Seahawks should have beat them, but they didn't. But we'll get to that another yeah. time. Um, yes, for those of you who have not lived under a rock um, and have caught both conference championship games. Over the weekend, um, yes, Super Bowl Fifty Four matchup is set. It is between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco Forty ers 
Christ, I sound horrible. Oh my God. I'm work. I'm working injured here. Basically, I'm working injured here. Um. Yes, yeah, San Francisco got in by tanking up a storm for three years, uh, trading for a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, and just running the football down their throats. Oh my God, I feel horrible. Yeah, didn't Jimmy G throw it less than ten times? He threw it eight times. The Forty Niners just flat out controlled the line of yeah. uh, the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And Raheem Mostert ran for four touchdowns in 220 yards. So this is a whole. I mean, other than Green Bay scoring in basically garbage time, the Packers had no chance. No, they got blown out the entire game, basically. Yeah, I mean, from start to finish, the 49ers were more physical. They were a lot more talented. I mean, it was proven that the, the 49ers were the best team in the NFC, at least at that weekend, uh, nonetheless. But, uh, like I said, the 49ers controlled the line of scrimmage. They were physical on defense. They got to the ball quick and made the plays, forced uh, Aaron Rodgers to, for a few turnovers, and that was that. I mean, no matter how people feel, I mean, specifically us Seahawks fans, no matter how you feel, you gotta feel happy for Richard Sherman, man. You gotta feel happy yeah. for him. I mean, I do. I, I mean, still hate that he joined the Niners, though. Of all teams, could have went to the Jets, but nope. Had to spite us. Had to yeah. spite us. Did you, Sherman? <laughs> anyway, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Emmanuel Sanders will get his second ring. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for. Anyone to just you know, this will be. A good, I think this will be a good game. This will be a really nice game. Um, to the AFC yeah. side. Now, real quick, does yeah. this game have the same feeling as the Seahawks Broncos did? Because you got the best ranked offense against the best ranked defense. Not we necessarily. All, we all know how that went. Not necessarily. I, I don't think it's gonna go that way. Um, as as good as the Niners' defense is, um, again, I could be horribly wrong, but it feels like Kansas City matches up with them perfectly. Except on defense, of course. Well, I was going to say, I think that what concerns me with Kansas City is their defense against the Niners. Yeah, that, that will concern me too. Um, to the AFC, um, I am Patrick Mahomes. Hear me roar. Um... The former league MVP showed why he won MVP last year and was in heavy consideration to repeat as league MVP. But, you know, Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson took over. Regardless, the Kansas City Chiefs destroyed Graham's Titans. Eh. <laughs> Which, by the way, I won that bet. Um... J- JP, I, I, I bet him that if the Titans make the Super Bowl, he comes on the podcast for an episode. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I won. I won that bet. I'm happy about it. I wasn't... I, I did pick the Tennessee Titans to win. Because so uh, a lot of us yeah. did. But then again, a lot of us picked the Ravens to win. Yeah. 
Oof. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Oof. Someone lost money on that team. But, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes, um. Picked apart that Titans defense with his arm and his legs. Slow start for Mahomes and company. And I think what really was the deal breaker, the momentum switch, was when right before half, when Mahomes did his little side look pass or side look look and practically scored on 27 yards out. So I think that changed the momentum. They took the lead big time and headed into the locker room, and that was all she wrote. Yep. Tennessee, I knew eventually was going to get tired. I just knew that they were going to eventually break down. Yeah. I think, uh, other than possibly Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes is definitely the best uh, second-half quarterback in the league. If Pete Carroll didn't put fucking handcuffs on Russell Wilson, he'd be the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There are times I really hate Pete. There are sometimes I really hate Pete, but I also thank Pete for giving us, you know, some good memories. Yeah. He's not retiring. No, yeah. I need to fire Job Snyder, though. I need to get whiskey real quick. I just, because I could have swore I, I just, you know, I just heard you say something that I never, that I would never thought I'd hear you say. What's that? Did you did you just seriously tell me <laughs> straight to my face, JP, <laughs> to fire John Schneider as general manager yeah. of the Seahawks? Did I say John Schneider? You because did. If I did, then I, then I misspoke. Good, because I was going to punch you from, from one side of the country to the other. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, I misspoke there. So did you, you, I think you meant to say Brian Schottenheimer. That's exactly what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> Good. We're on the same page then. Okay. Yeah. You saved I don't yourself. Blame you, for hitting me. you saved yourself, <laughs> man. You did save yourself. It's all good. Um We'll get we'll get to that hopefully another time. But um We don't plan on making our picks this week. Hopefully this week we'll get an all star group together. Uh hopefully like five or six different people, along with myself, and we'll make our we'll make our picks you know hopefully the plan is to record the last episode before the Super Bowl uh, I think on that Thursday or Friday depending on when everyone's free but you know we'll, we'll get our we'll, we'll study the game we'll study the matchup we'll post you know we'll, we'll record hopefully before the game where it's that Thursday, Friday, or even that Saturday, but no no predictions this week. We will get an all star group together because it's it's the most wonderful time of the sports year. It is. Other than the Stanley Cup Finals, this is the most wonderful time of the sports year, and the World Series. You can argue that too. But I would say I think I'll probably put the World Series above that one, but uh, it depends on who it is though too. That, that too. That too. Um, speaking yeah. of baseball. Um, Justin, you've probably heard this more. Justin, you've probably uh, heard this um, before. Uh, Nolan Arenado, who is, yeah. I think he's won five of the last six Golden Gloves for the National right. League. Some yeah. ridiculous number, but he's he's probably the best player that no one knows about. 
um, because he plays for the Rockies. Probably the best fielder possibly in history. Possibly. And I think you meant infielder. Yeah. Because there's outfielder and infielder, you know. Yeah. No, you're a baseball fan. Come on. My bad. All good. Um, but there, there's reports surfacing out there that Nolan Arnado is potentially going to be placed on the trade block. Now, spring training is, of course, approaching rapidly soon. Pitchers and catchers report very soon. I think within the next month or two. Yeah, we're 20 yeah. days out. 20 days yeah. out. Um, so, the interesting question is, where does he go? How much would you give up for him? And, like, who can afford him in general? Because that contract... He's I mean, it's not as bad as the John Carl Stanton contract. Let's get that straight. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Jeter. Yes, thank you. Thank Hall you, of Jeter. Famer, Derek Jeter, now. But, um... JP, what do you think? Where, where do you think Nolan goes? The team I've seen most mentioned... I don't know what they'd give up, but the team I've seen most mentioned is the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. See, I saw them. I think the Mets... The Mets. I've seen a little bit of the Mets mentioned. I think the Mets would make more sense because they're but, because the pitching arsenal that they have is through the roof. Do the Mets have anything to give away though? That's the thing. I think they can give up. You know, whether it's Syndergaard, Stephen Matz, and a couple prospects. I mean, because they gave up a few pros- of their best prospects to the Mariners last year. Yeah, for Cano, right? Cano and Diaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and listen, I mean, all all the best of the New York Mets. I mean, seriously, that that fan base has suffered enough, for God's sakes. I mean, what about us Mariners fans? You know what? Good point. You did have a hundred and sixteen win season. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah, a long time I, ago. I, I feel more bad for Seattle fans than the Mets. Oh dear God, yeah. Fair point. I'm, you know what? Fuck you, Met fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. I, I say it's gonna be tough. I think he's gonna wait for the trade for the spring training. Um, now the Mariners, I think would would. Do you think Do you think Seattle will get involved in that? No, I doubt it. We're more building for the future. He's getting on the older side. It's true. It's true. But you know, getting losing Felix's contract helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. Oh, it definitely helps. Did he retire or did he just? The Atlanta Braves signed him yesterday. No yeah. shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. to a minor league yep. contract. But if he mm-hmm. makes it to the majors, he gets a million. Yeah. Why haven't I not seen that? Perks to show you know how much have we keeping track of baseball for agency since Garrett Cole. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the New York Yankees are the heavy World Series favorites. Just oh, saying. Well, yeah. By default. Well, unless yeah, say unless the Astros, you know, come from behind and get tasers and and uh, yeah, exactly. video cameras and trash cans start banging on them. You never Big know. crossbows. Don't forget crossbows. Yeah. 
I mean, they may do anything at this point. Or hand grenades. Somehow, somehow, Brick gets involved. I'm like, Brick, where'd you get a hand grenade? <laughs> I don't know. That's an old reference for all you kids out there. It's an old oh. reference. It's a very nice, good reference, though. Um, yes, Hall of Famer Derek Jeter, speaking of the Yankees. Um, and Larry Walker. I thought it was Frank Walker for some reason. Is it Larry Walker? Mm-hmm. Larry Walker. Okay, you know more baseball than I do. That's right. Um, yes, Derek Jeter, one vote in, for, one vote from being unanimous, the second unanimous mm-hmm. player ever behind teammate Mariano Rivera, and Larry Walker is in. So good for them. Might as well make it quick. I mean, congratulations to those two for getting into the Hall of Fame. I mean, well, captain, Absolutely my captain. Deserved. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. By far. Oh, yeah. Way by far. Larry Although waited a while. Have been anonymous, but... I'm sure as a Boston fan that voter no. Probably. Yeah. But also, also, Ken Griffey wasn't anonymous, so I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. Junior didn't get in unanimously. Yeah. That's a good point. Or is Ricky Henderson in the Hall of Fame by chance? We gotta have more '90s baseball players like Ricky Henderson in. Yeah, I don't know. Ricky, Ricky was a player. Ricky was the man. Yeah, especially with Oakland, New York. Hello, my name is Ricky, and on behalf of Ricky, <laughs> uh, we need more players like Ricky Henderson, man. But then again, we turn to Antonio Brown, and we don't want to. Yeah, but we don't have time to unpack and all so, that. So what exactly with that douchebag did today? What, what what's the next uh, what's the next soap opera? Cause I swear to God, I get tweets about this more <laughs> every five seconds. I don't know. Just mute your tweets of Antonio Brown at this point. Oh, Jesus. Um, so apparently, what happened with Antonio Brown is it wasn't anything he did. It's his trainer. <laughs> oh bullshit. <laughs> Trainer was arrested for and charged with burglary and battery. Oh my god! Oh. When will it end? That's what I'm about to ask you. When is this going to end? I'm. He's seriously now. You know, I had respect for him. CTE has got to be point, involved in here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I in the respect. CTE has got to be involved in here. I'm sorry. You know, I would. I wish Antonio nothing for the best, but you know. Well, of course. But at some point, you gotta wonder: Did Vontaze hit him into CTE? Yeah, you kind of so many hits. Mm-hmm. It'll make you wonder. It does. I mean, this dude has just absolutely jumped off the edge. I mean, even his agent and his attorney left him now until he gets help. That's when you know, you know, yeah. something's up. Those are the two guys that stick with you. Mm-hmm. Um, JP, how excited are you for the soon-to-be-revealing of the 32nd franchise in the National Hockey League in Seattle? I'm pretty excited. I have not kept up with hockey the past few years, but I'm excited to get back into it. And of I'm course. I'm excited to finally go to some hockey games. Ooh, especially at Key Arena. How does the construction yeah. site look over there? If you... Uh, last I saw it, it was looking pretty good. It's not a huge arena, but it's pretty nice. 
Well, of course, I mean, they're going to... You'd imagine within the next 10 years they're going to be building a new arena. Oh, yeah. Of course. If they'll they eventually fit. bring back the NBA team, I'm sure. The so. Oh, my God. Bring back the Sonics, please. <laughs> God, I hope so. Bring back the not, Sonics. Not taking a shot at Seattle, but, you know. It, it's crazy when you're up here in Seattle how many people still walk around wearing Super Sonics gear. Of course. Oh, everywhere you go. Even though they're not a team anymore, everyone still rocks the gear. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> hey, I, I had to ask. No, it's they're fine. Gonna no, it's fine. It's not like a team in Oklahoma City. We it's, love the we love the Thunder down here. It's not like a team in Oklahoma City stole the Sonics or anything. <laughs> like I told Kyle, and Kyle doesn't want to argue about it. But it's a whole different story for another day. All they had to do was renovate the key arena, and apparently that wasn't going to be the, you know, the fixer, and that was perfectly fine. No, hey, my fine. thing is this: uh, Seattle. Has greatest great fan base up there with the Super Oh, of course. With Sean Kemp and Gary Payton, I mean, Ray those Allen are legendary. So, Ray Allen. Oh, Don't Ray, yeah, Ray Allen. Allen. I forgot about Ray. And, so, I mean, and also, they are, they're well deserving of the NBA team back. Hopefully, also, hopefully they will, and then maybe Seattle and Oklahoma City can have a good, really, really good rivalry going, which would be nice. There's just another uh, player introduced into the Hall of Fame not long ago, too. Who Jack was it? Sigma. What was it? Jack Sigma. Oh, yeah. I forgot, um, yep. Also, Seattle Supersonics, home of the second biggest upset in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a can of worms you don't want to open? I'll go for it. Um, Dikemi Matumbo led uh, the Denver Nuggets, I think it was the 93 series? 93 Western Conference first round? I could be horribly wrong with this, but Mike, you might know this more than I do. Um, and I know my history, but I think at the time, it was the biggest upset in NBA history that this, the Super Sox, I think, won the second most games in NBA history at that time and were overwhelming favorites to win the finals and lost in the first round to the Denver Nuggets. Sounds similar to the Mariners. No, I mean... Ton of wins, best team in the league, and then lose. Don't get me started on Super Bowl Forty. <laughs> I'm still bitter about that game. It's been close uh, to 20... It's been close to 15 years. I'm still bitter about that game. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, 1994. It was 94. Okay, it was a year off. Denver Nuggets came back from a 2-0 deficit to beat Seattle in five. I mean, let's be honest here. No, no upset comes in comes even close to Pistons-Lakers. Oh, no. No, nothing comes close to that. No. I mean, that was a shocker. I mean, I mean, there's probably... JP was probably sitting in the corner like, go Pistons, or whatever. <laughs> Actually, I'm a uh, Lakers fan. Before LeBron? Yeah, before Okay, LeBron. you're good, you're good. I was, I was, I was say, please I, say before you're LeBron. Good, you're good, you're good. I was born in the L.A. area. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I had no idea. Yeah, so until Seattle gets a basketball team, I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> Okay, that's acceptable. That's very. That's, I can't knock you on that. That's yeah. that's that's acceptable. 
right. Okay. I mean, I became a Heat fan after LeBron left, so. Yeah. So, thank you, Dan Levitard, for that, by the way. Speaking of going back to Seattle hockey, have they, do we know what their options are in regards to the team name or not yet? Sockeyes, uh, I keep hearing. I keep hearing a bunch of different things. I hear, like, Krakens, uh, Sockeyes. Watch it be the Whalers for a shot at Hartford. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. But, uh, <laughs> there hasn't been any uh, official announcement yet. Gotcha. Oh, by the way, um, Update on the Battle of New York. It is three nothing Islanders over the Rangers. Yeah, I'm sure Kyle's pissing loaded. Listen, I had to get one. I had to get one. <laughs> well, we talked about this last week in the last pod that the Islanders need some win Ws here. Yeah, let's get to on finish that. out the um, month of January. Let's let's look at the, at the NHL trade market as it's approaching very short, as it's approaching a month away. Um... There are a ton of contending teams that could use an asset or two. And the one problem that has been the Islanders' kryptonite for the last year or so, has been getting better so far, has been scoring. I mean, they are bottom 10 in the league in scoring, but they're top three in goals against. So the defense is amazing. Despite losing two key defensemen for a long period of time with Letty out and now Adam Pellick's out for, assumingly out for the year with a torn Achilles, but, you know, I wouldn't hesitate to make a Mike Hoffman trade if that were to happen. Um, you know, I'd, a Tarasenko if he's available, or did he get signed? Mm, Vladimir Tarasenko, you know, honestly, did he get signed? Mm, Give me a second. You know, honestly, I do not know. Give me a second. Tarasenko. Contract. Shit. He did get signed. Who signed him? Uh, St. Louis. He, extend, awesome. he got extended. Well, of course, because you know, he's their best player. Um. Oh shit! Almost went a three-one. Um, I'm like back and forth. Uh, it was a. He signed it in 2015. Uh, it's an eight-year, sixty million dollar contract. Damn. So eight years. Eight years. Damn. I mean, hockey contracts are more secure than let's Yo, say the yeah. NFL. Oh, which reminds me. Uh, JP, later on the show, I'll, I'll, because I'm so royally pissed off at Pete Carroll for being an awful game manager, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do this now. Um, Mike, you remember last episode how I uh, went over with you uh, potential moves the Seahawks should make? Mm-hmm. So, I've uh, come to... Yeah. Okay, so I've come to conclusion that, listen, Pete's going to be the head coach until he retires or he dies. So there's that. <laughs> Everyone comes first. Um, Schottenheimer, he doesn't fire offensive coordinators like ever. Should so he, he should, but you know, um, the the big one for me is okay. If you don't have an offensive line, you're not going to get anywhere. So, I mean, 
Jones at least has a home at left guard. And you would assume that Britt's getting cut because of his contract. And that makes Ethan Postick the new center. Uh, Fluker, I think, becomes, you know, he stays at right guard. And you need a new right tackle. I mean, it's time. Yeah. So. And we have George Fant, but. You have Fant, but, you know, he's, they're using him more as an extra lineman, so. It is what it is. Um, I think you stay at 27 in the first round. Despite, don't trade back. I don't think they trade back, and here's why. Um, there is a particular player who can play both left and right tackle. Mainly a right tackle, but, Mike, you've seen enough college football to know this name. Austin Jackson. Okay. From yep. USC. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he's the second best right tackle on the mark on the draft. See if he lasts to twenty seven. I, I think so he's that's gonna, gonna, that's gonna be the key. Is do we? And that's like kind of Denver with CD. Do we think Austin Jackson's gonna be there at twenty seven? If he if he isn't there, then they trade back because option two is Trey Adams, who Washington Husky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, good. he's a mammoth at right tackle. He's a mammoth. Yeah, he's a big kid. He's a huge individual. Now, free agents. Um, first of all, I, before free agents, actually, um, I think Ken Norton Jr. is gone. You, you got, you know, I like him as a linebacker coach. Can't yeah. coach defense for the, for his for, to save his life. We need to fire both of our coordinators. I mean, if that if that were to happen, the two names I'd go after are Norv Turner and Gus Bradley. Yeah. Make a lot of sense. Yeah. Now, in terms of the free agents, um, I jumped back and forth with the tight end position, but you, you have to consider... Okay. Yeah, do you think they re-sign Clowney? No, I don't think they re-sign him. Okay. I don't think they re-signed him. I'm right, going... Who are you I'm, for tight end? Um, I jumped back and forth between tight ends, you know, assuming, you know, Hollister gets re-signed and Will Disley can't stay healthy to save his life. No, he's but good when he can. He's, he's really good when he's healthy. Now, I jumped around between Greg Olson and Tyler Eifert. I'd rather have Eifert. But... That's why I said ultimately I went with Tyler Eifert. And... You know, I I looked at a few other players. Okay, so what are the biggest holes on this team? First of all, they can pluck defensive ends out of the, out of the rocks like it's nothing. But yeah. the one problem that they seem to have is defensive tackle. So I thought, okay, if these two players are available, Danny Sheldon and Malik Jackson. Malik Jackson. Yeah, now because okay. you get Jackson, who's obviously Mike knows he's a veteran pass rusher. Oh yes, he's a really good pass rusher, especially That's inside. And Danny Sheldon, three hundred and fifty-five pounds of man at nose tackle. Now I would sign him to the big five-year deal. Now. Knowing the Seahawks' history, they don't sign five-year deals. No. 
Now, the last one to do that, I think, was Carrie Williams, and look how that turned out. Now, there's also corner. There, there's also the corner position. So I, I jumped back and forth, like, okay, who's going to be available? You know, Xavier Rhodes. Just, he gets burnt like toast. Um, and another Super Bowl champion for the Broncos, um, Akeem Tlaib. Yeah. Tlaib's still got some gas left in them. He still has some gas left. Yeah. Um, if he can stay healthy. If, yeah, if he can stay key, healthy, yeah. of course. You know, because Trey's a good corner on short routes. But yeah. in terms of, you know, going deep, he can't cover to save his life. No, he can't. But, you know, no. Shaquille had a really good year. It's bad. You know, they love this kid, Yogo Amadi at Nickel. They love him. You know, they I like him. I love him at Nickel. Um, we should have we should have put him at nickel like way earlier in the season. Fuck you, Jamar Taylor. Saying. Stupid Jamar Taylor. Yeah. God, um, so and here is you know, yeah, I I think they also make a trade with the Patriots uh, for James Devlin at fullback because you need a fullback. The Niners proved it. You need a fullback. And. I think he's the best one out there. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's going to be like for a seventh round pick because, you know, it's the Patriots. And we don't use, we don't use a fullback that often, though. No, we, we don't not we don't not that much. We used to a lot when Trey Madden was here. Yeah. But Belor is not a natural fullback. He's more of a linebacker. Yeah. So. That's why James Devlin made a whole bunch of sense to me. That or somehow get Aaron Rutkowski. Get the big man from there. That'd be nice. Um, Receiver. I jumped back and forth. I thought, okay, you have four guys that are probably going to stay. Metcalf, obviously. Lockett, obviously. David Moore gets re-signed. And you have John Ursua, who... I thought he would be the starting slot receiver. Yeah, he didn't get played nearly as much as I hoped he would. Yeah, so the other option was... He didn't get any playing time until Josh Gordon got suspended. Because he's a fucking idiot, but I digress. Um, Here's... Hear me out. I I spoke with this to Mike last week. Um, If he gets released by the Patriots... now. There's a very good chance that this particular individual that I'm speaking of cuts ties with New England because of Tom Brady. And do you know which player I'm thinking of? Are you thinking Edelman? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, this can become like a whole Wes Walker situation where, you know, the Patriots, you know, cut ties with Edelman, I don't you know, I'm 50-50 split on it over the last couple weeks. I think really it depends on what Tom Brady does. It all comes down to what Tom does. If Mm -hmm. Tom leaves, Edelman's gone. And I'm booking it. I'm booking on it. And I would pounce on it. Do you think Tom leaves? I I think he retires. 
think he retires. I think he retires. But realize he's not going to get the contract he wants, and I think that's how he's going to end it. I, he has to look, listen. If he's asking, you know, at his age, for you know thirty million a year, and some idiot's going to do it. But, Las Vegas. Oh dear God. <laughs> Don't even start with the Raiders. Yeah, maybe the maybe the Chargers. The Chargers, yeah. See the Chargers now. That's a good point because you know Philip Rivers looks like they're parting ways. Yeah, he just moved his house. Yeah, he's he's out of San Diego or Los Angeles, whatever you want to call these guys, and uh, sold his house. I mean, and I've read an article not too long ago, I think yesterday, about the Rivers potentially landing in Indianapolis. I mean, the Chargers could be a do, uh, landing destination for Tom Brady. No, I, I don't see that happening. Not I that mean, I want to see him play two twice a year. But no, I don't think you want to see him twice a year. But, you know, no. we're, well, we're going I'm, – I'm still booking on him retiring. Oh, I do too, yeah. no one's going to give him the contract that he wants. And the big reason is his age. What's his age? His age. And, and last year was not very good, let's be honest. The last two years. The last two years have been horrible for him. Yeah. Despite, you know, winning the Super Bowl two years ago. I mean, he's been on the, a decline since that Eagles game. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has been. Right. No, age finally caught up to him. Finally. I uh, can die in didn't peace. Didn't look like it ever would. <laughs> for real. Oof. <laughs> And then Kyle can boast all he wants about the Bills winning the AFC East for the next 10 years. That's perfectly fine. If you ask me, I'd rather take that than the Patriots. Or Nick. Or Nick. Or our friend Nick Spano with yeah. the Jets, of course. Can't argue that. Jets, yeah, Jets, I think, are a year or two before competing again. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. But, so, you know, in terms of linebackers, I thought, okay, bring back two XC Hawks, you know, Malcolm Smith, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, you know, fill in some depth because yeah. Shaquem has found a home at defensive end. Yeah, I like him at defensive end, too. Um, I think that's where we should have been playing him the whole time. He was just too small. What no shit. But we should have been doing it. Now, you're also banging on, you know, LJ Collier and, you know, Quinn Jefferson being the two starting defensive ends. Now, I do not like. I don't like that. I didn't like the Collier pick because who was available at that time? Jawan Taylor was available at twenty nine, and that pissed me off. But you know, I digress. But Mike watched him at TCU. And because you know TCU, Big Twelve, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and you said he's a really good run stopper. Who's this? L.J. Collier. Oh hell yes! See, I yeah, I, I think whoever's gonna um... okay, I don't see that happening. Um, I think yeah, he's a great. Stopper. I mean, anyone that wants to stop, help stop the run, uh, he's a great pickup. I say probably second, third round. I don't think he's first rounder by any means, but um, he's a great, great talented kid that can really be a huge ass. And I think he could be a starter day one or week one. If you know, 
yeah. Yeah. But, uh, J JP, uh, yeah. you may be wondering, um, they're missing a glaring hole at pass rusher. Yeah. So, I, I went, you know, through, through the, the pass rusher market. I thought, okay, Yannick Ngakwe is going to get $20 million Because, you know, that's the defensive end market. You know, I went between Dante Fowler and Robert Quinn. Mm -hmm. It would make a lot of sense. Now, Fowler's younger than Quinn. But they might go to Quinn because of his age. And because of his spirits. And he did have 17 sacks one year. Yeah. So, again, I don't know shit. This is just me writing shit down. Because <laughs> you're working with, assuming Brett gets cut, Clowney leaves, Reed leaves. I, I think we keep Clowney. I don't think Clowney. he... I, I don't think they keep Clowney for one reason, one reason only. But they don't give out big money contracts. They never do. We have the money. Usually you have the money, money but, we, we but the money. here's the thing. He had four sacks this year, and you traded him to be a pass rusher. You traded for him to be a pass rusher. He's not... Yeah. Fuck, it's 3-1. Okay. Damn it. Okay, it's only... It's the second period. Damn it. Fuck. All right. Again, if Collier ends up, you know, being like a 10, 10 and a half, 12 sack guy... And Quentin Jefferson's a natural pass rusher. And, you know, Malik Jackson, Danny Sheldon. That's a good line. That's not a bad line. Yeah. But what's this what's Seattle's cap space heading into? They're projected to have they're projected to have fifty eight and a half million. But assuming Brett gets cut, Clowney leaves, and Reed leaves, that can go up to seventy, seventy eight million. Bad. So, you're begging on those three players leaving. Yeah. So, it sounds like you guys would probably be in the same category as us, assuming that we let go uh, Flacco and we do not re-sign Ron O'Leary. Because I think that would put us at 18. I think that would put us almost at close to 77, 78, something like that time ballpark. And you have some good players in Denver. Oh, yes. You do. You're, you're better than your yeah. record. Well, yeah. I, mean, I think I, I wrote a thing yesterday, and, uh, you know, you take away those losses that we practically lost at the end. You're in the playoffs. Uh, Chicago, Indianapolis, Jacksonville. We blew the 23-point lead against uh, Minnesota. And then there's another game. Um, I'm missing one. But anyway, so um, – you know, we're easily 7-9, finished up the year 7-9. We were 11-5. If we would have those losses, so those wins, um, we're 11-5 in, in the playoffs. And I wish for the life of me I could think of what the other team was that we lost to. But um, I'm sure I'll think of it here. But, no, I mean, uh, we're not a bad team. But No, you're not. You know, you're not. We'll see. We'll see. Um... I think Drew Locke has some really good potential to yeah, oh yeah if they stick with him I think he'll be perfectly fine yeah just let's not do a uh, Cleveland Brown thing where you have umpteen billion quarterbacks yeah. okay we have an offside <laughs> we have an offside call 
it is still 3 nothing New York Islanders. <laughs> because Wes McCauley is the best NHL referee of all time. Oh, which reminds me. I, I don't know if I told you this story, Mike. Um, when John Tavares first came back to the Coliseum, um, I was at that game. And I think we recorded the old show uh, back when... Back when I, um, I think it was a two days after I came back from that game. Right. And Wes McCauley was the referee of that game. And what? he called it all, he called it all size, no goal. And the whole place just went nuts. I loved it. <laughs> I'm like, so this is nice. what it feels like. <laughs> no, but, um, nice. JP, I don't know if you, um, if you know, if you remember John Tavares, Oh, God, the name sounds familiar. So, he played with the Islanders for nine years, was the uh, captain for eight years. Um, you know, people, you know, were calling him the biggest free agent of all time at yeah. the time. You know, he hit free agency, and he signed with his hometown Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, this, at the time he signed, he was, you know, saying all the right things. Oh, I want to stay at the Islanders. I envision yeah. myself winning cups here, retiring, you know, same old cliche. He pulled a Kevin Durant, basically. And, oh, and went to an arch nemesis in Toronto. Still hurts. It still hurts because, you know, the, what what could have what could have been. What could it's one of those yeah. what could have been moments. Yeah. And it's it sucks, but the fir- when he signed with Toronto, the first tickets I got was February twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. And I remember that game from the back of my head. Um okay. I went to the Coliseum, you know, it was a bit of nosebleed seats, but it was a great view of the it was a great view of the ice. Yeah. And you know, Toronto scored first. You know, the Islanders showed the tribute video to John Tavares. And whenever he touched the puck, I'm not kidding. Whenever JT touched the puck, the whole call scene was booing at him. <laughs> it was great. That's funny. And, you know, the we Islander fans are creative as fuck. We are. Yeah. We're very creative. And... Yeah, we were coming with a whole bunch of chants like, it's your bedtime because yeah, he posted a picture of him in his Toronto Maple Leaf pajamas when he, when he signed with the Maple Leafs. Oh, it was great. Who's your daddy? It was even funnier. Oh, it was great. The Giants just signed Freddie Kitchens. Are you serious? Yep. To what position? It's unclear at the moment. Watch him be quarterback coach. Watch him be quarterback coach. I'll laugh my ass off. I'll laugh my ass off. To be fair, he's not a bad offensive coordinator. No. He's not. Hell, I would have made the OC in Seattle. Am I drifting there, JP? What was that? Am I drifting by calling Freddie Kitchens the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks? Okay, I'm drifting. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm drifting. I'm just not a fan of Freddie Kitchens. 
Well, as a head coach, because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But, you know, you never, you never call anyone to, you know, lose their job. But Yeah, but, but look what he could do with when he was the head coach. He had such a good offense, and he couldn't do anything. No, because, you know, first-year head coach. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, um, in the 2020 draft, there is a select of five quarterbacks that are, pro- that are projected to go in the first round. Um, I have the following. Joe Burrow, duh. Justin Herbert, duh. Tua Tagovailoa, maybe. Jake Fromm, and potentially Jordan Love. Now... I think Jake Fromm slips to the second round. I See, I think someone's going to take him in the first round. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's your prototypical quarterback. Like He's not the flashy Joe Burrow, but he's going to get yeah. you wins. I think a lot of this also depends if the Patriots take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which, here is another theory that I mentioned to our good friend Splash um, a few episodes back. Um, I thought, okay, what would be the most logical sense of quarterback for the Patriots if, you know, McDaniels becomes the head coach? And I was scrolling through back and forth at who's available. And I've come to the determination. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Interesting. Yes. And here's why. Andy Dalton and Matthew Stafford are both in their early 30s. And they are expensive as fuck. Also, Rosen, I you gotta give him a shot. I mean, if Rosen yeah, is so the bad. guy, you know, he was projected to be, which is a better version of Matt Ryan. Not saying a lot, but you know, hey, what do I know? Um, I think that's a really good situation for him. If Rosen does indeed get sent to the Patriots, that's a really good situation because. Uh, Obviously, gigantic, gigantic shoes to fill, but that's a really good situation in terms of coaching, in terms of, you know, the players that he's around. Yeah. You know, obviously, you got to get better receivers, but that's a really good situation for Josh Rosen. You also forgot that uh, Jacob Eason could slip into the first mm-hmm. round as well. That's six. That's six, yep. Yep. That's six QBs that could potentially go in the first round. Yep. And I think that'd be the first since 83? We had six quarterbacks go in the first round? Yeah, it'd be, it'd have to be, yeah, because it hasn't happened in quite a while. It happened one other time there was five quarterbacks, and that was the Lamar Jackson draft. Now, what's your guys' thoughts on the report from Ian Rappaport of there's apparently two teams for sure that's willing to give the Bengals a marvelous package for that number one pick. Oh, who is it? They, he did not say, so I have no idea. Watch it be the Dolphins, and we'll laugh. I, I bet, I bet, if it's the Dolphins, I'm not shocked. No. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it were Miami. But I don't think they, they're trading back. I no. Cincinnati cannot afford to. Cincinnati no, they need, can, they need Joe Burrow. Cincinnati, yeah, no. I don't care if it's a one-year deal with Joe Burrow. They can comply. And people said the same thing about Kyler Murray. Oh, he's a one-year wonder. Kyler Murray had a good rookie year. Yeah. 
And that was my knock on Murray. I thought the Cardinals should have went Nick Bosa with the first overall pick. I was wrong. But, you know, we'll, we'll, um, we'll do our mock drafts, you know, from time to time after the Super Bowl, of course. I've already started doing mine. Of course you have. Yeah. <laughs> of course you have. Um, JP, what's your thought on the Astros scandal? I never got your thoughts on it. Uh, pisses me off a little bit as a Mariners fan, but it's not like... Because you're in the same damn division, of course. What was that? Because you're in the same division as the, as, as the Houston Assholes. Yep. Which is a great name for them now, by the way. <laughs> well, no, I'm extra pissed off because... So my main team I'm a fan of is the Mariners. You know, I live in Seattle. But I'm also a Dodgers fan a bit, too. Because L.A. born. And so Mariners got screwed because we play them so many times. And Dodgers get screwed in the World Series by both the Astros and the Red Sox. Back-to-back years. Oof. It was frustrating. Of course. I mean... Me and Mike are both diehard Yankee fans, and yeah. we played the Astros in two of the three ALCS series, and yeah. oh, it was bad. But yeah. you know, hopefully, redemption season this year. Hopefully, big time redemption. Well, here, uh, well, I don't see the Houston will probably make the playoffs just because the division is going to get uh, better. Probably not third just yet. But um, and uh, I read a tweet. I hope this. I sort of got. I hope this is not true. But uh, we'll see if it is or not. Uh, the San Diego City Council has petitioned the Major League Baseball for the Astros to forfeit their two wins against the Padres in the 2018 season, which would bring the Padres' final record to 68 and 94. <laughs> That's <be> shit. <laughs> I just I understand maybe the Dodgers, you know, wanting to go with you. What the hell is that going to do for the Padres? Oh, I mean, the, the least thing can do. I mean, the the harshest thing they could possibly do is forfeit the championship, which they won't do. No, no, the league's not going to do that. Unfortunately, I think they should, but they're not going to. I, I like. I'm hoping that. Yep. I'm kind of curious what the league is going to do. Um. I'm hoping they'll make up their mind soon, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. No, I don't think they'll make them forfeit it. They should. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. The XFL. Don't forget the XFL starts the week after the Super Bowl. The XFL. Watch it fail after two years. How long do we think this is going to last? Uh, two years. I give it two years. I give it one season at most. I mean, I. You can't. It can't fail two. It can't fail two times in a row. It can't. Sure you can. Sure you can. Look who's running the league. That's a fair point. And did you have you seen? Have you watched the uh, Thirty for Thirty? On uh, mm-hmm. the last XFL, yeah, yep. it was such a complete failure. So, from, well, from there was the no start. leadership at all. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of a uh, thirty for thirty, um, before we end the show, I, I want to talk about some guy 
that is making, um, who's currently a countrywide phenomenon in the NBA. So there is a guy out there called 30 for 30 in, in 30. And his goal is 30 games, 30 teams in 30 days. Hmm. And so far he's up to 29 teams and he's on the Jumbotron for every single one of those games. Shapes. So what's his last one? Uh I don't know. He did Oklahoma City already. So oh. he's in Texas right now, so I, I can only assume Uh, where is he going? I don't know. Dallas maybe? It might be Dallas. It might be it. It might be the Mavericks. But I don't know. I don't know. He's ending somewhere. But it, it's yeah. it's awesome. It's very entertaining to watch this guy go. So uh yeah. guys, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, uh, this was a blast. This was fun. Yeah. JP, That's welcome fun. to the Kerba, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Let's do it again. Absolutely, guys. Oh, I gotta get some fucking sleep. I'm I'm sick as a dog. Oh, have a good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>